When I thought about starting a podcast, I thought about where would I host it, who would listen to it, and what was the easiest way to get started doing that. And I found out that Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alright, here we go. Episode 2, I guess, but we're not going to call it episode 2. But this is the second time we're talking into a microphone. Oh, yeah. Um, Kong here, and with uh, the ever-present... Jay Dizzle. Jay Dizzle, a.k.a. Fizzy Diz. (laughs) 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 A.k.a. Mr. Effervescent. (laughs) That was actually pretty good. (laughs) Mr. Effervescent. Yeah. That's like fizzy, but like, it's like fizz, but diz. Oh, it was diz, huh? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Fizz, diz, Close fucking. It's just a name, man. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Effervescent. <laughs> so, uh, in keeping with food topics, and being cooks and working in the kitchen, we thought we'd talk today about Food Trends 2019. Some of the quote-unquote popular things on the rise. Tahiti. It's the new peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. Which, I always love talking about food trends because I think it's hilarious that to anybody that doesn't work in a kitchen, yeah. like, this shit's been around. <laughs> Tahiti. It's uh, pretty old. <laughs> it's, it's pretty old. And to say it's the new peanut butter, uh, I think there's some parts of the country, I mean the world, that would assume that uh, it's been there before peanut butter. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, tahini being a food trend, that is just hilarious. I don't, I don't understand how that even like, came, came to be. Honestly, it's in, how many Yeah. It's Ancient. In, yeah. Let's Google that. Let's see how long hummus has been around. Oh, gosh. Since before Let's see Jesus. How? Yeah. <laughs> hummus. Jesus was nailed to the cross with hummus. <laughs> oh, shit. There's somebody named Hummus Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, shit. I Googled how old is hummus, and one of the things that came up is how old is hummus Rodriguez? Which we'll get back to that because that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so, hummus from archaeological digs. We know people have eaten chickpeas in the Middle East longer than there has been pottery for approximately 10,000 years. That predates writing as well. The tahini part of hummus, made from sesame seeds, has also been in the Middle East since ancient times. So, whoever was like, dude, new food trend, dude, bro, fucking hummus. Hummus is it, bro. They're fucking stupid. Yeah, they're by like 10,000 years. Um, I sometimes feel that some food trends are like a form of cultural appropriation. You know what I mean? It's like they've been around in these like, you know, quote unquote third world or like not 
prevalent countries and then all of a sudden it like oh shit tahini fuck mm. yeah it's the new peanut butter because i mean technically they're the exact same thing like it's just one's made from sesame seeds and one's made from peanuts <laughs> but uh so I always think that that's funny. Like it's like new food trend, uh, Ethiopian food, and you're like, but the Ethiopian food's been around for since Ethiopia. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. There's a couple Ethiopians that'll be like, this is just how we eat. Yeah, no, it definitely does seem like cultural appropriation, you know, just because you said undeveloped, but then all of us like undeveloped countries or whatever, third world countries, whatever. But then not to be racist or anything, but then a white man discovers. Oh, it's white people. And it's like, oh man. For sure. This is the new thing. This Look what I thing. found at the farmer's market, bro. <laughs> it's tahini. Tahini. <laughs> it's cool, man. It sounds like tahini. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Food trends, man. Yeah. Stupid. So, most of the time. A lot um, of And a lot of things, uh, food trends have been, like, people have been cooking in kitchens for years. Yeah. Like, a crazy amount of time. And then all of a sudden, some dude has it and is like, oh... I should make this and sell it, and then, oh, it's a food trend. Because a thousand white people in Ugg boots will buy it at a farmer's market. You in Ugg boots, man. I know, that's that's just... I fucking hate them. I mean, I hate them too. I was was a sheep in my past life, (laughs) and uh, I just got bad blood, man. How how long have Uggs been around? I don't know. Probably longer (laughs) than white people. I mean, I think they were made, you know, for like they're from Australia, yeah. so it's like it was like a sheep herder thing and comfy and all that stuff. But then it just became like I'm going to yoga in my Uggs, mm, bro. My feet are cold, but like everything else is warm. So let's just go. We'll, we'll go down a list of some quote. This is from Eater.com, so we're in no way sponsored by eater we're in no way affiliated with eater we're just googling shit on the internet um yeah and i didn't want to go with the first couple of search things that came up because i deemed them unworthy apparently so number one on eater's list of food trends is simply mushrooms which how is that a food trend i don't i don't know how that's a food trend Mythology um, has been around since. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but 2019 is oh, the year God. of the shroom, man. Um, in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that was a different kind of shroom. Oh, I think that's okay. that was more psychotropic and uh, psychedelic. I see, I see. Uh, this is more just edible shrooms. Oh, okay. Well, those are. Well, those well are. yeah. I mean. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> you gotta eat them. You could make them into a... T- I guess you're still ingesting them. Um, number two is infusions, such as ginger water and CBD. Which, I think it's weird that they put CBD in that. Like, Would it be that's an not an infusion. Or? Like, CBDs are it's like... It's either oil or, or tincture or... Or gummies yeah. or whatever. So I don't know why that's, infu- I guess, just things infused. Because I guess ginger is water. Ginger water is water infused with ginger. But just to put CBD, I don't know how great this list is. Then we got oat milk and pea milk. Which I have I have had pea milk. Vegetable. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching this thing on this song. YouTube thing that I watch is like 
wickedly weird news. And one of the things that they were talking about was uh, people are doing like urine uh, detoxing and stuff like that. Where they like save their urine and they drink it like throughout the day and stuff like that. And I was just like, I don't know. I guess it's just been on my mind. I heard pee, pee milk, and I was like, that's that's fucking crazy. So I actually have had pee milk. Mm. It's not bad. I had it was chocolate milk, and it was I forget what brand it was, but uh, I was like pea milk. I gotta tr- you know yeah. try it out. Uh, it was all right. It kind of tasted like milk. no, like you know, like like almond milk or oh, okay. any of those like soy milk kind of yeah, rice yeah. milk, not rice milk. Rice milk's pretty thin, but yeah. um, it wasn't so bad. And I guess it's a food trend because. I've seen pea milk, but primarily at like Whole Foods yeah. and uh, <laughs> Down to Earth and things like that. More the health conscious. But oat milk, I actually saw an ad for that where the old Quaker man himself is getting on board with that shit. Okay. So, uh. Oh, that shit's legit. That's a legit food trend because Quaker Oats is like, fuck yeah, son. <laughs> you thought that's we were bland we before. You should Now you should make oatmeal with our oat milk. Because. Double it up, get your fiber on. You're gonna be on a shitter for days. Mm. This this was my favorite so far. So far, we haven't made it through the whole list, but so far, uh, bread, <laughs> especially sourdough, is uh, is a food trend now. Which I, I get it because there's a lot more bakery things happening, yeah. and it's a lot more prevalent I would say you know for people to make trying to make their own sourdough wow. and we're gonna have a whole bread episode because I'm super into bread uh I bake a lot of bread not lately yeah boo <laughs> um but I like to say I hate like I, I'm not a bread snob but I just think it's funny that like sourdough is its own thing fucking shit I said god damn it <laughs> I gotta go back and fucking delete that again. God damn it, son of a bitch. Fizzy Mr. Effervescent. God damn it. I'm gonna fuck you. are gonna wear a name tag for now. You know, like on your forehead. Just fucking shit. I mean, that, that name was my cat. The cat likes bread. Which, actually, you know what's funny? Uh, I do, we do have a cat. Not me and Mr. Effervescent. But uh, me and my family have a cat, and he loves toast. Really? Yeah, you fucking put toast next to him and he'll lick the shit out of it. <laughs> I don't know if it's a texture thing, because he's a fucking weirdo. He likes snuggling up to my wife and, like, trying to fucking eat her hair. And, like, if my kids leave their, like, ballerina-type shit around, like, the little taffeta, that fucking twill, whatever the fuck it's called, like, the shit that's on the end of tutus, uh, he loves the shit out of that. Like, he will fucking... He'll eat it, like, hard. Like, he's, like, addicted to that shit. He's fucking weird. Anyway, so goddamn it, I gotta edit this when we're not supposed to be editing. Anyways, so fuck, I'm just this this amateur <laughs> podcast is really getting unprofessional. I'm just fuck, goddamn. All right, I think we cursed enough, and that's like, yeah, but bread, but bread. So I just think like it's funny that like people are like, oh, I got white bread and sourdough and blah, but like sourdough is like. That was bread. Yeah. Like there was no distinction between yeah. the two until like, and like I said, we could probably do a whole fucking thing on bread because 
I'll get into a rant on like the process of making bread. <laughs> you know, it was the white man. <laughs> fucking. But basically, you know, bread was bread. That's why, and it was always sourdough because that was the only way to make it rise was to have add natural wild yeast to it, um, and have a mother and all that shit. So, uh, sourdough only became a distinction when they started just mass producing like white bread and wheat bread and all that shit that they didn't. They started using like commercial yeast specifically but uh anyway so here's a new one this is something we've never heard of uh i'm gonna call it paganism because that sounds more diminishing (laughs) than almost calling it paganism but it's paganism which is a cross between paleo and vegan how does that work which fuck dude i mean i'm guessing that they're just like I mean, because paleo is for like caveman shit, yeah. like meat and fucking. It's like when you, yeah. You know, like let's we fucking let's Google paganism because I want to see what <laughs> these fucking guys say about. Paleo is basically like you're reenacting the hunter gatherer type of. Well, yeah, that's how it started. So like I think the basically the whole paleo thing was like. That's how they exercised too. It was yeah. like you walked long distances and carrying your kill. Yeah, and basically re. So paganism does not come up yet. <laughs> Just paganism. Still uh, let's see, <laughs> yeah, paganism. We're still there, man. Fuck yeah, pagans. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Ooh, it's an allure, so it must be, it must be something super fucking cool. What to know about the pegan diet, the trendy new paleo meets vegan lifestyle. Here's everything you need to know, including what a nutritionist thinks about this particular way to eat. What does... Yeah. I'm already having a few, like, reservations. I'm already triggered, like, I'm, like, fucking crazy right now. I am lit. My dial, my fucking needle is in the red. Uh, So what does it mean to eat pegan? Let's see. If you're wondering how you could both be vegan and eat grass-fed steak, the answer is simply this. You can't. Nah, okay. I like this article so far. Okay. The point of paganism is that you're enter- you're centering plant foods rather than animal foods while still including high-quality animal foods in your diet. Wait one. So Okay, so we just got to keep reading. I think this <laughs> Mark Hyman, the medical director of the Cleveland Clinic Center... The Cleveland Clinic Center? Fuck, is it a center and a clinic? The same thing? The Cleveland Clinical Center Building for Functional Medicine coined the term and is now championing championing the dietary approach. It's really simple. Eat foods low in sugar and starch. Eat lots of plant foods. If you're going to eat animal foods, eat sustainably grown (laughs) or harvested foods. Have foods that that have lots of good fat, like nuts and seeds, olive oil, and avocados. So, basically, it's like vegans are getting tired of not eating meat, and they're like, well, no, I'm a vegan. So, I'm a paleo vegan, because every now and then I gotta have a fucking... So, I knew this day would come, that you fucking vegans, you fucking vegans would be like, fuck, I really miss it, and now I gotta fucking find a loophole. (laughs) Gotta find a fucking loophole. Uh, I used to be vegan, but not vegan. What does that mean? Why do you eat now? <laughs> so you're just an, an omnivore. You're just regular. Or is it like... So, well, okay. So to be fair, 
it sounds like they're just taking veganism as far as the like not eating animals and eating more like plant-based shit and then adding meat as a way of like going back to a more traditional way of eating but it's like but that's what paleo was already so i don't know why you would need to fucking I don't know, like, it's fucking weird. Because, to my understanding, that's what paleo was, was, like, eating that way of, like, the olden days of, like, hunter-gatherer shit and only eating the meat you killed and only eating plants were... I mean, to to that credit, that was paleo. Even though they ate meat, it wasn't, like, a high part of their diet because they didn't always have meat, so they ate a lot of plants. Like, even here it says, back in the hunter-gatherer days, they ate at least 100 different species of plants and they ate wild animals so and now we eat highly processed foods yeah we know that but it's like i just don't understand how it's different i don't know yeah yeah exactly like how is it different than paleo like you're just slapping on vegan it just makes it's just another word fuck these people sometimes it's just like let's take something that already exists yeah let's smush these two things together that that are already drastically different than, you know what I mean? I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe we're just not. We don't know because we don't understand the lifestyle. Yeah. Maybe we need to be vegan. I'm just not like, I'm just not like fucking woke, I guess, <laughs> about veganism. This one's funny too. I like this one. Uh, foil pack dinner recipes. Food trend. Watch out for that one. (laughs) Back in the... When aluminum foil was invented. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons aluminum foil was invented. But, uh, yeah, that's fucking stupid. Oh, this will be funny to all the Asian listeners, which I think we have one. Um, (laughs) And that's Mr. Effervescent himself. (laughs) Is, uh... Is uh, oxtail is on the rise oh. for 2019, which uh, <laughs> which is funny because I mean there's a strip club here that serves oxtail yeah. that uh, my friend told me about. So so I guess there were food setting food trends before. I mean all the Asian yeah, cultures. I, I guess so. I think it's just doing the same, you know, that same trajectory that like wow, what is butterfish black cod? Oh yeah. Kind of was like all trash stuff, you know. And now it's like people are realizing See, it's yeah. delicious. And that's that's what I was saying. Like, and, and I'm okay. So like, we already said like the whole cultural appropriation thing, where it's like, mm. not necessarily like. Oh, I mean, I guess it still it still comes to that. Like, it's it's like these foods have been eaten for generations by all the all cultures, yeah. like ancestors or whatever. You know, your yeah. great great grandparents or shit like that. I know that there's fucking. Eastern European recipes for oxtail, and there's probably, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just an Asian culture thing, but yeah. it's just all this stuff that we got away from as just a world society in general because nobody wanted to be, I mean, and nowhere more than America, that they wanted to be like distanced from their poor past. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> But a lot of places are like that. I think that as far as like those kinds of cultures, like Asian cultures, Indian, like which I guess is technically still like an Asian, but uh, all those European countries, I think they tend to embrace their 
heritage of food way more than like Americans did. Mm. And I think now that that's becoming like a thing with all these American like hyphenates, you know, like I'm Asian American or I'm Polish American and they're starting to go become chefs and open restaurants and starting to get back into that. Like, oh, this is what my fucking grandma made and this is all the shit and starting to make more awful and make more like off cuts and do more shit like that. And that now it's like, now it's a food trend when it's just like, nah, he just like (laughs) dusted off grandma's fucking cookbook (laughs) and like zhuzhed it up. But but like, but that's another thing that, that cooks and chefs have been doing for years. Like, generations but uh yeah the, some of these are just they're just ridiculous it's like like fuck it, who the fuck puts jam jelly and marmalade on like an uptick trending food thing for 2019 have they ever heard of this wonderful oh god please thing? say goober are you gonna say goober I love that stuff Ooh, so much. fucking goober, baby. <laughs> I'll eat that you shit. You want a fucking food jar. trend? You fucking give me that shit in one jar, baby. <laughs> why is it that trend? Right? And why is it only in grape? I only ever see grape. Really? I don't think I I've ever seen... Oh. See, I would fuck with strawberry. Yeah. I mean, I, I fucked with grape, but like... That's all I ever see was like oh. the purple shit. And there's just something about brown and purple that I don't like. Uh... <laughs> Gut healthy foods, aka fermented foods. Talk to the fucking the Asians. Yeah, you better, you better. <laughs> and plus, like kombucha, like Jesus Christ, dude, like that's been a trend for like years and years and years and years and years. Even before it was like people were making that, and then it became a trend. It's like it can't still be a trend. Like it's just, it's just part of the food culture now. Like you can't say that it's a trend anymore. Like it's just. Something that is here. Uh, smoothie bowls, which I could only assume is like acai shit. Yeah. Um, here's a, a seitan, which I don't know if that's good. <laughs> is that's coming back? I know there's a lot of places that make their own, which I don't know if you know what seitan is. Are you sure? I mean, it's like the faux meat. Not, yeah, it's not really yeah, faux meat, yeah. but it's like, uh, <clears throat> fuck, it's like. Uh, it's like a Chinese. Yeah, it's, it's like a tofu. I think it's tofu based. Let me let's Google oh, Satan. I, I think it's. Is it a. Satan! <clears throat> yeah, they add all these seasonings and spices and stuff to It's a high protein vegetarian uh, food made from cooked wheat gluten. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. So, fuck, trigger word for people that are gluten intolerant right there. Shit. They're gonna be like. <clears throat> there's gonna be like a whole Satan. They're gonna have like some weird, like. <laughs> Down with Satan! <laughs> the fucking the Church of Satan's gonna get into it, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, we just thought you fucking couldn't spell." This one for sure I've seen though. Uh, rolled ice cream—that's a new oh, one, yeah. though, but that's been. That's been I mean, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen that. I just feel like 2019 is just—it's just another year. It's been going on. Like they're everywhere. Uh, this one I've never heard of. Manaish. The fuck. I don't know. We're gonna have to Google that one. Heme, I do know that one because I did a lot of research on uh, the Impossible Burger, mm. and that is one of the ingredients Indeed. which the Impossible Burger is fucking pretty bomb. Um, we actually tried to get it here when it first came out. I tried to get it for the place we work at. Uh, it did not happen, uh, which Jesus. sucks, but 
No, they actually just never got back to us. Oh. I contacted the lady. It was it was like early stages of them giving it to a restaurant. Like at this at that point, they had just been like kind of putting it out there in certain restaurants and were like, "Hey, contact us if you want to, you know, carry like an Impossible Burger." And uh, I talked to the lady and gave her all the information and stuff, and then we just never heard back. I'm guessing it was just because we're too small of a place oh. and they didn't want to do that, but. Uh, now it's pretty much everywhere. I mean, they got it at, uh, what's that, D-Bar? Fucking Duck Butts. Oh, yeah, Duck Butt? Yeah, okay. well, Duck Butt has that other place in Kabbalah. Oh, shit. It's like Bar D or D-Bar or something like that. It's like, but it's like they're more restaurant. It's like not so much bar. Oh, I see. I see. Um, but they carry it. Uh, I know they have the counter oh, carries really? it. Yeah, the oh. counter. And that's where I had it where it was good. The first time I had it, it was at the duck butt place and it was not good but I chalked that up to kitchen air because it was everything was kind of fucked up that night that day whatever but uh I did have it at at the counter and it was it was way better it definitely like is better than like a veggie burger or one of those like just just like me but uh it's it's that heme I think it's pronounced heme it's h-e-m-e but it's like coconut and all this shit. And they, they, the scientist who did this, like he, he really like went deep on it and like what makes a burger a burger? Like what are the things that like your tongue and brain and nose and all that shit like, associate. yeah, associate with it. And so he created this thing and it's basically like this shit like cooks and it's completely edible at no matter what temperature because it's all plant based. But uh, so. It actually like kind of bleeds a little, like when you like, yeah, like it juices out like a burger, like it looks kind of rare when you like cook it medium rare, like it's, it has the looks and feel, but it's still, I mean, it doesn't taste like, it doesn't taste like meat, but it's got all those mouth feels and all that stuff. And then just like when it's in there with like bacon and fucking lettuce and tomato and shit, like it's, it's like a burger, you know, like I've had shitty hamburgers that taste less like meat than that does, but, um, so yeah, that's... That's that. A lot of these are fucking stupid. I'm not even like kind of <laughs> over like drinking collagen. Like been around forever. Yeah. Hot brewed coffee. Ooh, that's a new trend. What? Fuck, oh, dude. All. Jesus Christ. Lager. Like, come on, dude. Like, you're gonna tell me the beer is making a fucking 2019 food trend? Uh, sour flavors. Fuck, dude. Ugly food. I contribute that to David Chang. Yeah. Ugly, delicious. <laughs> Ugly, delicious. But it's true because I think for a lot of places, you know, like, it just was, oh, it's not a cool, this doesn't look Instagram worthy and it's not fucking this, but it's like, fuck you, how does it taste? That's another rant we can go on because yeah. I'm fucking tired of that. That happens a lot here is the whole Instagram I kind of like to call them like Instagram restaurants like the food looks good in pictures but it fucking tastes like shit because they just Costco buy this shit and basically like start a fucking casual basically like start a fucking place just based on like all the shit they can buy at Costco and then like like here it happens a lot with like the boba joints like I think we've talked about that before where it's like oh yeah it's not even like I could do it at home. Just gotta go to Costco. Like I was really hoping with like a lot of boba places, they'd be using like maybe the actual 
ingredient or like for the green tea one actually use like green tea or for the for the honeydew one use actual honeydew but all the places it's always been yeah just the, that powdered mix put in the blender yeah it's fucked up it's I think what makes it like I like to use the the idiocracy template for that <laughs> because so if it's you guys true, most everybody know well so not only that not only that like it, we were talking about this earlier is that like so in that movie you know there's the fucking wrestler the wrestler president yeah. is all stupid as it but like Johnson or something. and we have Trump who was for a little bit on the WWE <laughs> so. <laughs> So fucking technically, we're like truly living the idiocracy <laughs> fucking thing because uh, we have somebody that was on the WWE fucking run of the country. Um, but the other thing I like to think about is that I, I think that like there's a lot of people that have talent that have talent that don't have access to money, don't have maybe they're in the position they're in with their life and mm. like family shit or other issues they have that they just can't like make that fucking leap yeah. to be like you know what fuck it I'm gonna drop everything and I know there's people that'll say like well if you really want it you'll fucking do whatever yeah. but it's like you know I, I've been in that position and I have kids and I have a wife and I've done that where I fucking they're like fuck I wanna do this and I fucking forgone everything and done it and it's a fucking it's a fucking pain in the ass yeah it's nothing but stress on you. It's nothing but stress on your fucking kids and your family. And, like, you have to be responsible and do that. And, I'm, I mean, I'm almost fucking 40 years old, and I'm still learning that. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just, you literally can't just fucking, like, drop everything and just start a business without some kind of fucking capital. Yeah. You know, and then you get these people that, like... You know, they they like, oh, I want to start a fucking saucer place. Know nothing about it. No, n- like, don't cook at all. Don't have any kind of flavor concept. Yeah. And just want to make an Instagram hub. And so they buy the mix. They have an, fucking somebody that, like, backed them. They have money. So they're like, oh, I'm going to buy an ice cream machine. I'm going to pay the rent on this building. And I'm just going to buy all these toppings at fucking yeah. Costco or whatever. Dump them into a fucking six pan and pump it out and then it's like yeah but they taste like shit yeah but those places never really last <clears throat> like once everyone's been there gotten their Instagram photos they never go back but see what's happening here that I see it now like living here in Hawaii being from the mainland and seeing that they're like in the mainland I think they die out a lot faster uh. but here it's like I think there's so many people that just truly are just into that you know what I mean and I'm not trying to dig on the Hawaiian culture at all or anything about the Hawaiian people has nothing to do with that it's just like it's just just something about the trend latching on here that like when something's trendy it's like (laughs) it gets sucked in and then it stays forever you know what I mean like and then there's those people that like they go to these places and they're not expecting it to be quality they're not expecting to be like oh man this is like fucking they don't they don't care to a certain extent they're just like oh I just want it because it is what it is and it is what it is on Instagram. Like, it's pretty. And I have a wall that I could take a picture against. And all my friends are jealous that I went there. And I could take people there and all that stuff. And that may not be everybody. And I know there's a, there is a good food scene here in Hawaii, you know, that, like, tries to bring everybody up. And it's, it's, it's very 
cool to see like the burgeoning like yeah. quality food mm-hmm. scene but there is a shit ton of like you know like that's why there's a thousand fucking plate lunch places like everybody does it you know what I mean but then you know everybody has their favorite because nobody you know it's easy to make that stuff and I also think that Hawaii is just kind of stubborn in that sense you know they're, they like what they're used to what they're comfortable with what they grew up eating that anything like really wild and new kind of frightens them or intimidates them because this is just like personal experience from living here my whole life a lot of times when something like that happens growing up in Hawaii sorry we paused there was people walking by we're outside again but uh yeah. In less windier conditions, but there was some some ne'er do wells passing by, so we put it on pause. <laughs> but uh, you were uh, in the like talking about growing up here and oh yeah yeah people in their food niches yeah. A lot of times, I think when something I guess I'm repeating myself when something new and interesting happens, people look at it as like a threat to what's already here, you know, threat to the food culture, things like that, that we already have. That's the one thing that I noticed that why, like honestly, since Roy and like Alan Wong and stuff, since then, food hasn't really stepped up. Like recently in the past couple of years it has, but during that like 20 year gap between when they started. Sorry, we're pausing again. And we're back. So yeah. I feel like since then, the food scene hasn't really had anything new happening for it until in the past five, ten years. Yeah. A few places have been opening up and trying new things or taking like old recipes and reimagining them, yeah. which is kind of, you know, yeah. how, how the food culture evolves. I'm glad that it's finally like evolving. Evolving. Yeah. Like you said. Right now, like to shout out to like uh, Chef Anthony Rush and Chris Kajioka at Senia and the MW crew, yeah, and all those folks. Leanne Wong bringing stuff in, and, you know, even uh, fuck, I wish I remembered it, uh, the girl at FET. Sorry, I don't say girl, the woman at FET. Yeah. She's got some good stuff going on, and no doubt. Why me like FET? What their last year? Friends? No doubt it was one of the best meals I've had. It's still yet to go. Oh, but. it's, it's good. Yeah. Because, you know, for the longest time, I thought she was uh, just a caterer. You really? Yeah, I oh. thought, like, I, saw, I think it was partly the name. Mm. Um, and I don't know if I saw something that maybe she does cater or she did cater or something. Or maybe I just put the, smushed the two together. But uh, I actually didn't realize it was a restaurant, mm. like, restaurant, restaurant for a long time. Um, you, you, should, you should get there. Yeah, I definitely want to do that. We'll do that. Um, also, like shout out to fucking Chuck Butcher Bird, mm. bringing back the charcuterie game, and also fucking Pono Pork and fucking you know Bob McGee laying down the hard fatty pork meats because uh, I tell you, man, it's it's I, I had a I had a tough time moving here when I first moved here because the food scene was fucking. Rough and let me, I've only been here for five years, and some of these places were here and established. And um, 
and I didn't get to try them yet or whatever, but uh, it's just like finding those like comforts of like living in the mainland and like uh, finding like a good Italian spot, which I think you and you and our lady boss fucking talk about a place. It's got like a girl's name, Sabrina's. the Italian. Joke. Yeah, Sabrina's. That's supposed to be really yeah, good. But I mean, on my side, I got fucking Bravos and like. Mm. <sighs> You know what I mean? Like rice for the fucking risotto. Fuck, dude. Fuck, <laughs> dude. You know what that. I mean? Like, yeah. Oh my god. I get that rice. You know, arboreal rice is fucking rice, but it's a different kind of rice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know how pissed they would get. And I, I don't want to say they, but like, you know how pissed people would get if I opened a fucking sushi joint and like used just like jasmine rice. Oh, dude. Like, oh, okay. like, like for there my sushi rolls, like, or some fucking, sh- you know what I mean? They'd be, oh, the fucking uproar, the, like the the uproar would be fucking outrageous. Be, oh, you're desecrating this, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Jesus fucking Christ! Here you might get away with. It. Get the fuck out of here. Or in the city where I, the town that I live, Kanyohe, there's a place that does sushi with brown rice. Okay, but see, see, okay. No, 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 well, no, no, no. All right, all right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I would much rather take jasmine rice on my sushi. But see, I think that's that. that see, okay, the way I see it is like so. Brown rice is like a fucking healthy option. Yeah. And we were actually so me and the family. I actually just take we had we were in Australia not too long ago, and there's actually like there was a joint there that was like strictly it was I think it was even called brown rice sushi. Really. Yeah. So like they had their whole fucking brand was based on, which. I, I can get that because like brown rice, there is no grades of that. Like it's just unprocessed rice, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, so you can't have like brown sushi. There is no like brown sushi rice, yeah. brown jasmine rice, brown fucking you know like it's brown arboreal. Like yeah. the, I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> I guess you could have those things, but I mean, I don't know how they would react with like the whole left on them because it's just the entire grain of rice instead of just the fucking the carb interior, you know. But. No, I just, but yeah, I guess it's for like the purists. Oh, <laughs> no, because I, I I did sushi for a while, and it, I, I don't know. I guess it just it just irritated me because sushi it's all by feet. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. There's no real measurements or anything like that. You do it by taste and touch. And maybe it was just that place, but the brown rice just didn't have like that same like that same texture. Yeah. That you get with like sushi rice and stuff like that. Yeah. That I think really, really helps sushi be what it is. You know, you need that whole texture play between the fish and the rice. I mean, me personally, I have a very limited background in sushi mm. as far as like making it. And like, I've done it casually, mm. never professionally. But, um,. I do not like brown rice because of the texture. Like, I don't like that chew. Um, and I can see how that would get in the way of, like, yeah. it becoming more of a, of a, like, a key player than a, like, a sub-level, like, yeah. actor fucking helping, you know, like, where you're like, mm, supple, delicious fish, and like, oh, brown rice. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that. That's, I mean, that's on you. That's, that's just me. That's just the Japanese. Like, dishonor. Dishonor your family. Oh, you have a dishonor my family. Yeah, oh, I just, 
Dinosaur. <laughs> no, it, it, it really irritated me. Because I, I went there with with a friend. He told me about the place. He's like, oh, not trying to be a CG player. Turn is really good. We were both like extremely upset. Because this guy, he goes to Japan like two or three times a year. He goes and has like some of the best sushi in the world and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, cool, like a new sushi spot. And we both got our thing. We didn't even leave the window. And we looked at it and we were just like devastated that it was brown rice. <laughs> <laughs> you have these beautiful pieces of just, fish. And just, just keep the kid away because of the fucking, like fucking, the fucking German guy from... From fucking Three Amigos. <laughs> You're my hero. Little Netty Ghost of Wolf is my favorite movie. And then I learned about trick photography. <laughs> and I was crushed. <laughs> Just the the soul crushing, like, brown rice and the sushi. Oh. Some things, I know, I know food is all about evolving, reimagining things. But some things, you just don't fuck with. So yeah, that, I mean, that probably was a food trend, you know, like, yeah. I'm sure that was, well, that was like a motorcycle. Uh, you know, that's probably something born out of, like, you had some fucking health nut came in there and was like, can I get brown rice? Yeah. And, like, it happened enough, and that dude came there enough, and they are like, you know what, fuck. We should fucking throw some fucking brown rice on this motherfucker, you know? Let's fucking wrap it up, dude. <laughs> like, this motherfucker's making bacon of this brown rice. Get it. But yeah, I mean, and like a lot of things, like 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 it's the same way with me and like Mexican food. Oh. Like I I I come from you know I my mom's side of the family is Hispanic. Uh, living in fucking California, it's just unindated. Lived in Mexico for a, a year or so. Um, coming here, must be coming here. Yeah, I get people all the time where like, oh man, this is a fucking taco joint. You should go try it. And I'm like, I'm from California. They're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> so like, Fucking don't go there. Straight up, not Yeah, never mind. Don't, don't even fucking try it. Uh, but, uh, so, I mean, my first foray into, like, Mexican food, we went to a place, and it was, it's passable. Like, it was, you know, I'm not going to fucking be like, it's all shit. I'm such a fucking Mexican snob. Bleh. You know, there is, it's, some of it has its merits. Like, there's not, like, completely fucking utter, I have had some utter trash here that's like, what the fuck are you oh, even yeah. in business for? Like, you're, people that eat here must fucking, they just really don't know what the fuck they're missing. Because um, one place we went to, and I, I fucking shit you not, their fucking salsa they put out with the chips was, it was legitimately, like, fucking tomato paste, and, like... Ugh ill chopped onions like the knife skills were non-existent oh. it was like fucking just chunks of raw onion which i mean yeah salsa fresca it's good fucking raw onion but usually red or some like yeah. sweet onion not just straight up yellow yeah. or fucking white onion um but the, it was it was tomato paste like and lime juice and fucking fucking barely any seasoning it was so acidic <laughs> like it was like ulcer creating acidic like it was like oh bro I can't, I can't fucking eat this dude like dude it was fucking tomato paste uh, but the next time we went there it was not tomato paste so I don't know if somebody somebody fucked up but uh I have had some good uh some good Mexican food on the island by legit like fucking Latinos that like have come here um like Santa Cruz Taco who they now have 
uh, brick and mortar in Chinatown, I believe. I don't know how long that's been around, but I when I first had him, he was working the farmers markets. When I was working the farmers markets, and he had a little blue truck, and he came with some legit fucking street tacos. Um, do you have uh, Barrio Cafe in Haleiwa? Mm. Um, not Haleiwa, sorry, fucking Wahiwa. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Barrio Cafe in Wahiwa. She does really good stuff. Um, as far as I know, she's like lived in Mexico, lived in fucking Texas, lived in fucking Arizona, like very south, yeah. like Tex Mexi kind of like, and it's kind of a mashup of those um, things. She does real good food. I ate at the ta- there's another taco place in ha- in Wahiwa. Yeah, like El Ranchero. I remember them yeah. being okay. Uh, we only ate there once. It, I don't. Re- it wasn't bad. Um, but uh, there is a the fucking El Burrito. Oh my god! Like it was. I like to liken it to some of this food. Is like it's like a robot made it. Mm. Like I synthesized what Mexican food is and and I spit it yeah. out. And you're like, oh, it looks just <laughs> like it. And then you taste it. You're like, ah. Uh, that's not really the flavors. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... Um, and then there was a good one, too. Uh, Onos Locos, when they started, they were good. Yeah. It was, like, kind of that fucking uh, Southern California, like, taco shop vibe. Like, carnita fries and fucking hefty nachos. They've kind of gone downhill, as in my opinion. Um, the main reason is because I'm a fucking nacho head. I love nachos. That's like my fucking thing. Uh, like my Mexican food of choice when we would go to, you know, because 20, 24-hour taco shops, dude, you get fucking nachos for like six bucks and they're like three pounds of fucking shit. It's fucking delicious, you know. Um, but they were good and it was similar to what, you know, I'm used to and now it's kind of gone the way of everything else. I don't know if it's the people they have in the kitchen or what, but they're like fucking microwaving the chips, which is like, oh. God damn it. It's a fucking, dis- it's a fucking disgrace. Like I just like, I guess they don't realize that like hot food will melt the cheese. Yeah. I don't think they understand that. Like if you put chips and cheese and then cover it with hot meat, that that residual heat will melt yeah. it. So they're putting the cheese on the chips and then nuking it. And so the chips are like just fucking stale as fuck. Yeah. It's just like rubber balls. It's fucking disgusting. And then the cheese uh, is all. Yeah, the solid. cheese is all greased out and fucking. And uh, again, this is just my opinion. If you like it, you fucking like it. Yeah. I'm not trying to sway you from not going there or whatever. Like, it's your fucking mouth. Put whatever you want in it. Um, this is just our opinion. So, I mean, and if you don't like it, well, there's a fucking off switch, buddy. <laughs> and uh, we're doing this for us and not for anybody else. So, fuck you. <laughs> like, um, yeah, so it's just shit like that. But I find it's just like uh, you don't get a lot of diversity in yeah. food here because, like you're saying, like everybody's so used to, like, this is what I eat. And that's why there's a thousand, like, L&L type places. Yeah. There's a thousand fucking Chinese places. There's a thousand fucking Korea places. Like, they're just, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, and like, yeah, exactly, and 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 not to fucking put any of that down. That's just that's what you eat. Like, that's just like you go to fucking California. There's a fucking Alberto's one, and Ad Alberto's, and Iberto's, and there's a shit ton of fucking Mexican food places. It's the same principle, but they're just good. You know what I mean? And like, so, and that I guess that's so. I'm not, sorry, I don't want to fucking. I'm, that's an audio problem. That wasn't me <laughs> skipping. 
Um, so like those things are delicious. There's really good fucking Korean food here. There's really good fucking Chinese food here. There's really good fucking Japanese food here. But other cultures are misrepresented, I feel, because those cultures a either don't exist here, um, or they're uh, you know like and you have that thing where I'm talking about where somebody went somewhere and was like, ooh, this fucking Italian yeah. food. I could fucking make Italian food. It's so fucking good. I should make it here because nobody does it. And then they do it and they're just not good at it. But because nobody else really either cares or knows the difference, they survive. Yeah. And then it becomes like a staple and just like, oh, that's where we go for Italian food. But you only eat Italian food like once a month. Yeah. And you eat everything else like every fucking day. You know, so like that's why all that shit survives, but you get like one little fucking gem that maybe makes it through and and even here even those gems will make it through because the gems, quote unquote, are the bastions of like delicious fucking Italian food and you're like, eh, but no. They're not. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, I'm sorry, but it's just not No I have a really good example from Big Eye. There's this uh Kid restaurant. It's open for like 20 something years. FBI, this motherfucker. <laughs> but I remember, like, my mom loved it. People loved it because it was the pretty much the only Mexican restaurant on the whole fucking island. They had two locations one in Kauai High and one in Kona. And both of them were just like bumping. It was the only place you could get Mexican food. But the more I ate there, the more I was like, I don't think I like Mexican food. This is what it is. Because it was the only reference that I had. You know? Yeah. And then, pretty much like right across the street, this other Mexican place opened. And um, guy was from Juarez, I think. Yeah. And I went there. And it was fucking and bomb. And it was fucking bomb. <laughs> the other restaurant went out of business oh, within bet. three years. Like, they were still like the diehards. Like, no, no, this is where we go. This is good Mexican food. Then slowly they all started going to the other places. Like, They're like, oh shit, I've yeah. been stupid this whole time. <laughs> Fuck. My life is in, I was crushed. Oh god. <laughs> My soul is t- But I think I think that's like if you only have yeah, like you were saying, if you only have one reference point for how it's supposed to be, that's all you yeah. that's all you know. And also like, you know, I understand the whole like there's no population really for that mm. that supports it yeah you know so if the only support you have is people that don't understand yeah. or care or whatever of what it actually is supposed to be then yeah you're gonna do great because they don't expect anything more yeah you know like it's it's you know it's it's just why there's so many dirty fucking restaurants or there's dirty this dirty that or like fucking because or like places don't redo shit or spend money in fucking making it look nice or doing other shit because well, they don't have to. Yeah. And people are still going there. Going. People are still eating it. People are still gonna fucking come no matter what. Nobody's gonna fucking be like I'm not going there. You know? And I think that like it, it, I think it's harder for some places to get started here for that reason yeah. is that like uh, a new place maybe doing it better will pop up and then because it's not what they're used to it's like oh this isn't what I'm used to so I'm just like I don't want to go here I'm going to keep going to fucking Bravos or I'm going to keep going to fucking whatever you know 
I don't like kimchi 11. I like kimchi 12. You know, like, or, you know, like, so they don't support something that might be better and good. And then, you know, but, you know, like, get out there, eat some different shit, you know, like support the people that are fucking making a difference, you know, like, and uh, there, there is, uh, I I do give it to like the younger, quote unquote, hipper generation that, I mean, I'm still a part of, I guess, I mean, whatever uh millennial? yeah i think because i think like the definition of millennials from like 1959 to like 2000 like, i don't know but uh you know i mean like there is a burgeoning like people that are educated about food and yeah. traveling more and knowing you know and bringing that back and the cooks here like trying to bring in new and unique things and incorporating the culture into those new and unique things so it's kind of like a stepping stone for you to like here's a bridge to this new thing like i'm using these local ingredients and things you're used to but in a new and exciting way um so that's always fun you know but uh but they need the support you know you need to fucking go there and like not be a puss about it and fucking suck it up or if you're not just fucking whatever I guess you're not gonna fucking eat it <laughs> more for us <laughs> but uh you know those are the rants rants is fucking <laughs> I don't know if it's a rant but yeah. maybe just a, like a talking point educational little tidbit yeah educational I guess also, don't be so narrow-minded. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just fucking... I mean, I get if you're, like, allergic to things or you don't want to... You know, if you don't want to try any things. But don't just fucking write something off because it's, like, you've never heard of Different, it. Yeah. Or whatever, you know? Because that's just fucking death of the culture right there, you know? I think... <clears throat> one thing that we also have to give credit to and how... I guess the food culture here is... Here evolving it's definitely from like TV yeah you know like uh, Gordon Ramsay Tony Bourdain Andrew Zimmer all those guys you know just going out there trying new things and just being like completely honest about their feelings on it and I think since they've been around for so long, people have finally here, especially have finally been like, "Oh, like there's so much to taste, so much to see. Like, why keep in that little, little narrow field of view?" I also have the other side of that sword, oh. where so I, I, I wholeheartedly agree that like those dudes are like opening minds and fucking showing the yeah. world, and like I'm all for it, like. But then I feel the other side of that is that you get those people that are like, oh, that's a fucking food. And like, oh, I could do that. Nobody does it here. Like, I'm going to fucking make it and I'm going to fucking pop up and I'm going to fucking do it. And then they do it without knowledge of like the culture and the the actual product they're making and just like, I'm going to fucking do it. And then that becomes like a normal thing because these people now have seen that mm-hmm. on the show but have never actually tasted it and then you got this guy who's like I, I fucking googled you know whatever you know yeah. fucking 
some kind of dumpling or whatever, you know, and then they're like, let's fucking do it, you know, which I mean, I've been guilty of. I have not followed through, but I thought about doing something similar, but uh, I didn't follow through, so I'm a total hypocrite, but, uh, but, you know, I think that was one of the reasons I didn't do it is A, the time, and B, like, it wasn't something I was actually passionate yeah. about, you know, because, like, you know, I tell people that, not ever, I don't tell people this, but, like, um, I heard something that is, it's, it's something that I may think about but have not said, and it was voiced through somebody else, and I was like, oh, you know, fuck, yeah. I think, like, you know, that uh, it was uh, Roy Choi. Uh, watching Chef Show, fucking, which is it's a pretty good show. It's pretty cool. It gave me a new insight and perspective on fucking Chef Choi. Um, but he's like, you have to be present when you're cooking. Yeah. That you have to focus on what you're doing and in the moment with it because if you're not, then it's gonna fucking taste like shit. Yeah. And I feel that like a lot of people are doing that where they're just fucking putting it out there and they don't have a passion for it that they're just trying to find a niche to fucking get it and make money and because that passion's not there because they're not focused on the food that it's it's the food is subpar and then the people that eat it they don't know any better so they're just like oh I guess this is it it's okay I'll keep going there. Yeah. You know, and and it kind of sucks because, you know, like circling back around to the whole fucking thing where you got people that are passionate about it that don't take that chance and they don't get out there. And uh, it's sometimes it's a shame. Or there, or there are out there. Or there's passionate people making this food and they're just not getting the love that... They deserve. That they, yeah, they deserve. that Because it doesn't fit... The mold that the customer eating it thinks it should that they're you know they fucking doubt it because I, I tell you like you gotta if you're passionate about what you're doing you can't let somebody else fucking tell you that it's wrong yeah. you know like if you're making the best fucking sandwich and somebody's like you know what this would be better if it had fucking chilies on it I would cover all the time if it had this on it don't fucking put that shit on it yeah Cause the way you made that fucking bomb ass sandwich is the way it should stay. <laughs> and they don't fucking like it. Like last that. episode, you can fucking eat somewhere else. <laughs> you know, like that's just. Why don't you open a place and make it like that? Come here and tell me that my work is shit. Yeah, like I don't go to your yeah. the H and R block that you. Have. Your tax me. preparation is shit. <laughs> I don't like the way your zeros look, motherfucker. Where's the slash? Yeah, uh, can you put slashes in my zeros? Uh, I would like this other type of paper. It'd be cool if like. Uh, yeah, I just think people don't like. I think most people don't really fucking understand like. Yeah, we could be just fucking dick cooks. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we'll fucking eat it the way we fucking eat it. But it's like, at some point, it's like, why aren't you? Yeah. Like, what's the big fucking deal? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Like, you make a fucking, you make a sandwich and like, I don't want cheese on it. But do you not like cheese? Like, who doesn't like cheese? Fuck, I get if you're lactose intolerant. I mean, Jesus Christ. 
You know what really pisses me off? And I know you know this, but you know, I fucking hate it when people like get something on the side that comes on the sandwich. Yeah. And then they like dip their sandwich in it. And it's like, what the fuck? You're eating it already. Like, what's the difference? Like, I get like, okay, maybe like, hey, it comes on the sandwich. Maybe get an extra side of it to yeah. dip it in. Don't fucking take it off. The, like, what's the point? Like, you're fucking putting it on the sandwich anyways. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, dude? And to those other people that fucking let their friend... Like, if you're sharing something with somebody and you come in here and you say, I want this, but can you just put meat on half of it? Go fuck yourself. Like, with a... Like, take that fucking iPhone sideways and insert it into your ass. Because I tell you this, if you're coming out to eat with me, I don't like sharing. You can ask my wife. I, she had to break me in on the sharing thing because uh, I'm not a sharer. My, my girlfriend's the same. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a sharer. Our first date, she grabbed something off my plate, and I was like, what are you doing? What's going on there? Oh, I just wanted to try it. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't like ask her nothing or whatever. Um, but if we go out and we order a pizza and you don't like fucking pepperoni and you say... Or like, okay, so, so bad example, because you can get half shit on, pep- on fucking pizzas, but like, if you order a sandwich or a salad or like a fucking, something that comes one way, and you ask to have half of that thing not made with one of the things on it, so then you can get your own fucking thing, okay, with <laughs> however you want it, because I'm not sharing with you if you want half, you know, like, here's this flatbread and it's got chicken all over it. But I don't eat chicken, so put chicken on half of it. No. Get your own flatbread. Because at that point, you just want cheese and bread, and that's not a flatbread. Like, that's just, like, toast with cheese on it. Like, I don't fucking... I'm not sacrificing my my dinner enjoyment for your, like, halfsies bullshit. Okay? Like, that's just not happening. I just, they, like whenever I go out to eat with friends, there are certain things that like, oh, I'm when they say like, oh, I'm thinking of getting this, but I only want like, like like that, like half of it. I I straight up tell them no. <laughs> They're like, what? Why? It's like you, you want to know why? Because you're the kind of people that I fucking hate working for, like work cooking for. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. They're all like, oh, but it's their job. Blah blah blah. It's like, it doesn't matter if it's their job. Like you're fucking with the system. And you're basically, to me, honestly, to me, when shit like that happens, it's almost like an insult. Yeah. You know? Because, like, like how you said, oh, I don't like it the way that you made it. I want to make it my own. And at that point, it's like, why do you even go out to eat? Yeah. Stay at home. Like, that's the thing. Like, you know, like, and it circles back to that fuck we were talking about, like, you know, the difference between people's idea of eating at a nice restaurant and their ideas of eating at, like, a regular restaurant. Like, quote, unquote, like, I, I don't want to say subpar because I don't want to fucking, you know. Yeah. Um, but just, like. It's a different style. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to fucking MW or, like, Senia or fucking Pig and the Lady or, you know what I mean? Like, any of these, like casual upscale you know not super they're not fine dining because they're they're casual but it's like casual fine dining 
and going there and being like, um, can you get like, can I get the fucking moringa dust on only half of it? You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there are. You know, you know what I mean? Or like, um, when you give me that fucking beef Wellington, can I only get the duck cell in half? It'd be like, no, motherfucker. <laughs> like the fucking shit is made already. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like. I'm sorry, I'm not going to rewrap a fucking Wellington for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just don't order the fucking Wellington. And just the people that fucking, the balls that, like, that I know those fucking people go out to those places, and they're just like, they order it off the menu, they wait for it to come, and however it comes, that's how they fucking eat it. But they go to another place that's, like, lower on the chain, and it's like, whoa, I came here for this, but can you put a different bread and then different sauce and then do you want a fucking different sa- there's a that sandwich exists <laughs> on the menu so just order that one like why the fuck do i have to make a new sandwich for you like you came here to eat that fucking sandwich so eat that fucking sandwich you know and if you know that you don't want that sandwich then don't fucking come and eat the sandwich like it's just it's it, it just boggles my mind because when i go somewhere to eat i'm going there to eat that food yeah you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I'm going to a fucking Korean joint to eat the fucking spicy Korean chicken. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be like, hey, um, yeah. Could you just, like, give me the gochujang on the side? So that I... And just, like, can I have plain grilled chicken thighs? And then I'll dip it into the fucking... Co- you know what I mean? Like... And some people are like, well, that's stupid. Why would you? Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's exactly <laughs> the fucking point because they fucking marinated that shit and made it like that. Yeah. And it's not going to... You it's want plain fucking chicken? Go fucking grill it yourself. Or go to a place that's like, we have plain grilled chicken. And it's sauces to dip it in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, that's why... You know what I mean? Like, that's... That's our business plan, man. We got fucking... Plain, we got plain shit that you can fucking dip into. We serve deconstructed food, so it's just <laughs> ingredients. We just cook stuff and throw it out there. Like, here's meat, and here's veg, and here's fucking sauce. Do with it what you will. Which was funny. I was a kid. I was a kid, and I thought that was my first. Because I love thinking of, like, new uh-huh. like concepts and, and, like, new fucking things, like, twists on shit and... And things like that. And I, at one point, I did, I did think of like, what if you had a restaurant that just had like a little bit of everything, <laughs> and then like they could just order whatever they wanted, oh. you know? And then I was like, the logistics of that are stupid. And yeah. I, I've, you know, being in the business, you know that that's fucking an irrational yeah. fucking thought. Yeah. But uh, there has to be some kind of structured, structured yeah. you know. But I mean, there's places that kind of do that, you know, it's like, pick your meat, pick how you want it, pick oh, how yeah. you're fucking, you know, but it's like, you know, it's a structured fucking, like, they don't be like, what do you want? A steak? Sure, fuck it, we'll do, we got that. What else? You want a side? Fuck, mashed potatoes? Fucking eight. we'll yeah. do it right now. Like, but, uh, you know. Because even a menu like that. It's like, you can choose the broth. Like, yeah, yeah, all yeah. That kind of stuff. In a sense, it is kind of like you pick what you want, but it is structured in a way. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like there's there's a definite like template. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a I'm gonna go to this place and uh you know what I'm feeling steak au poivre. Fuck it up, buddy. And you're like okay, I'm like whoops, <laughs> did I order steak this week? Fuck shit, I don't know if I have steak. 
definitely got pepper and butter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can opwop the fuck out of something, <laughs> but I love that steak. But, uh, yeah. And I mean, I like that sometimes, like, this fucking, like, uh, that whole, like, pick your meat, pick mm. your fucking, you know, like, I don't want to say Chipotle, like, fucking that kind of thing. But it's kind of like that's, yeah. that model. Kind of like build your own. Yeah, thing. like the, you know, the build your own stuff is cool, you know, like, uh, like, so pe- like, yeah, like, but like, pizza's another thing on this island. There's not really a lot of good pizza. Oh, yeah. But, uh, like, for 10 bucks, going to fucking Pyology, yeah, yeah. can't fuck with it. Like, it's, and you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. Is it the best fucking pizza in the world? No. For 10 bucks, it's pretty good. And you can fucking build your own, and it's the same shit, crust, pick your crust, pick your sauce, pick your fucking thing. But again, there's a template. It's like, but I mean, they have a lot of shit to yeah. fucking put on your thing, you know? Like, you can make you can, but uh, I mean that I think is just you can't add anything on that. That's yeah. that's like a that's they just got cinnamon sugar and frosting or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, uh, you fucking throw some bronies on that motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I mean that template works in a certain thing, and like I think a lot of I think every because I mean even like some poke shops they do that fucking thing. That's yeah. another hot button topic. Oh, fucking yeah. poke. That's a. With with or without <laughs> that fucking accent mark, like I think that's what that's what really gets me because it's like that's not even an Asian fucking thing. Yeah, that's like a that's like a Hispanic fucking yeah. that fucking that's not the tilde. I think that's the end. But whatever that is, you know what I mean. That fucking accent mark is yeah. like okay. I'm is it Latin inspired poke? Like I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know. Is it, am I gonna get some fucking like? Is this a fucking some fucking churro fucking poke? Like poke with fucking frijoles and guacamole? Like I'm like. That could work though. <laughs> it's like a deconstructed poke fish taco. Like are you fucking. Fuck but I, that I, up. I think at least on the mainland where that whole accent thing started, so people don't call it poke. You know. Yeah. But still, it is like that's not how it's spelled. That's not what it is, you know. Yeah, I think that goes to another a cultural appropriation yeah. kind of thing where it's. Um, Somehow. Uh, I don't know if you here. read. Did you read that? I think what's her fucking boss lady gave you that yeah, shit? Yeah, did yeah, she? Yeah. That um, the fucking uh, what's yeah. his name wrote? Fucking. Yeah. His name is Casey, but about how. God damn it. I know his name. I fucking met him once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think that way it is. Gooch. Yeah, fucking, uh... Fuck, now I know his nickname, but I can't fucking... It's fucking Mark Noguchi. Yeah, Yeah, Mark Noguchi. He wrote a fucking great article about poke and the fucking culture, and it's... If you could fight it, I'm sure you just Google fucking Mark Noguchi. Okay, like he runs a he runs Pilly Group, fucking lunchbox and all that shit. Um, he's super super into the fucking culture, super like all about raising up the food culture here. <clears throat> um, but yeah, just like I don't want to say scathing, but I, it was pretty like it's fucking to the point and yeah. like very blunt and like what he, the he fuck? Doesn't, he doesn't yeah, he doesn't fucking pull any punches on that shit, which I mean. Well, he shouldn't, because, yeah. I mean, that's fucking, it's his culture, and 
it feels it's been mistreated, which I believe it also has. I mean, even as in my limited knowledge of what it is, like I, I wouldn't go out there and be like, I'm gonna fucking open a Pokeball shop, yeah. you know. But uh, I feel that's what a lot of did. I think a lot of that is. I don't want to blame surfers, but I feel <laughs> I really like nothing against surfers. But I feel that like Hawaii is such a hub for like the white surfer culture and like surfing culture in general. Like I think that I mean it started in Hawaii, yeah. but like uh, I'm not, not to fucking denigrate or put down surfers or surfing or anything like that, but you get a lot of, like, that's how fucking, like, uh... What's up, man? Yeah, like, that's how, uh, like, fucking the, the fish taco place in... Fuck, it's a dude's name. It's not Roberto's, but it's, like, fucking... God damn it. It's a fish taco joint in San Diego. Oh. And it started because a dude, you know, he went down to fucking Baja, California, surfing all the time with his buddies. And was like, dude, these fish tacos are fucking bomb. I'm going to make them up in fucking California. Rubio's. That's what it is. Fucking Rubio's fish tacos. It's a good fucking fish taco. Um, But that's, it's kind of that same thing where, but like in reverse, like he took something that he loved, that he had a passion for, that it was something like, fuck man, like I fucking love these things and everybody should eat them because they're fucking the bomb. And he did a good job. It has now since become this huge fucking chain of fish taco places. But there's still, I mean, it's still a good fish taco. Um, but it's now a huge chain and all that stuff. And I think that same kind of thing is what happened with fucking Poke. Was that you got these dudes that would have been like, we've been coming to Hawaii to surf for all this time. And this fucking chopped up fish is bomb, bro. You should fucking do that in Cali, dude. You know, and like, the whole thing is that they're now... Like a part of that fucking culture of poke, a big part of that, like the main part of that is not only the historical culture, culture Mm. of it is like the fucking, is the fish, you know what I mean? And it's just like something you can't easily replicate going to East Coast or Middle America or fucking even to California without fucking it up in some way. And... It's another, I think another part of his, his fucking thing on that was like that, that now you're trying to like the overfishing of it Mm -hmm. and the fucking just creating this like, where it's something special and part of the culture and now it's just this fucking commercialized thing and now you're just like overfishing or you're using farm raise or you're using all this fucking cheap shit and it's like just a fucking slap in the face of what the product, what the, the dish is supposed to be about. You know, and and so that like that's a big fucking that this fucking sticks in your craw. I mean that that should stick in anybody's fucking. No, that's you know, to make fucking you know. But yeah, yeah. I saw I saw one of those poke bowl places in London. And oh, I'm sure it's bomb there. It's like fried and shit. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> poke and chips. <laughs> like, <laughs> put some malt vinegar on that shit. Oh, because um, me and my girlfriend were walking. I forget where. Somewhere in London. She's like, oh, look, a poke place. You want to go? I was like, I looked her dead in the eye. Straight up. I was like, I fucking choke you. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) No girlfriends were harmed in the making of this podcast. (laughs) She said it like she knew I was going to like deny. She she was more just like joking. Just poking the bear. Yeah, poking the bear. And but. but (laughs) 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 Poking the bear. 
Oh, dude, dude, that is the next fucking dude. Let's do this. I am now official. Fuck what I said before. I'm on the poke train. We're calling it Poke the Bear, and it's gonna fucking. It's gonna be <laughs> but yeah, that's. I mean, it's all. That's that shit is fucking. You know, like I, that's never gonna change. Mm-hmm. I mean, but all the more reason to like to be food conscious yeah. of like be aware of what you're eating yeah. you know like I'm not saying you gotta fucking google and like research and every fucking thing before you go out but like you know don't just follow the trends yeah. all the time you know what I mean like some things aren't trends for good reasons you know what I mean or you know like maybe you do hop on the trend or whatever yeah. but like at least be aware of what it is don't just fucking do it because it's like oh shit tahini's the new peanut butter <laughs> you know what I mean like come on dude like th- you know like that just makes you sound like a fucking idiot yeah. you know like it's 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 just it's just dumb. like for the sake of doing it like I, it's just like music and shit like that like that's cool man if you just got into something cause your friend fucking showed it to you yeah. or like you made you like dude you gotta listen to this fucking jam it's fucking bomb and then you take it out, they're like, I listened to them before they were popular. You're like, motherfucker, I just let you listen to them. <laughs> like, don't ca- carry it away like you fucking know the shit now. Like, it's like that same shit. Like, oh, poke? You don't know what poke is? Like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I've been eating poke for months, dude. Like, shit, some of the first seafood that I ate was poke. The first seafood I can remember eating was a piece of raw octopus at Fisherman's Wharf. Oh. Yeah. That was that was pretty cool. That's one of my earliest like whoa yeah. like fucking thing. We were I lived I was born up north and we tr- we like drove down to LA and on the way like to LA like we stopped Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco but uh on the way down we stopped like we were kind of like it was like road trip we fucking camped and shit and uh that was like one of my earliest like like seafood memories other than like we used to catch fucking rainbow trout when I was a kid Mm. um my dad made these horrible fucking sugar eggs which is like a Jewish fucking thing I don't know they were fucking gross (laughs) all I gotta say is it was fucking nasty it was basically like a fucking omelet with like fucking granulated white sugar on the top and I was like yeah gross but uh yeah like that shit is fucking but uh Okay, man. Okay. Hold on. Pause for moped. Did you steal that? Moped? And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that moped's stolen. Did you steal that moped? <laughs> that moped's hot. I feel this became like a serious podcast. Like, this is like legit. This is like a legit <laughs> podcast, man. Like, I feel like we should like throw in some fart jokes just because. I don't want it to get too big for our bridges. You oh. know what I mean? Well, I think, I think it's good, you know, having a. You know, since we're cooks and stuff. Yeah. Having a serious conversation with food. And, you know, I, I really feel like you should. should respect the culture that it comes from. You know? Definitely. In some degree. For sure. Because if you don't know, at least like where it's from, you won't know what makes it special or anything. Yeah. 
And I, mean, I feel I feel that way about like cooking in general. Like you need to. Like we had a dude that used to work here that was like just oh fucking hashtag chef life. You know, like he was fucking and he didn't know shit. And uh, so and we had like a moment and I fucking yelled at him. Not yelled at him, but I just like I basically cut him off. Like I just didn't fucking talk to him because yeah. I was just like whatever, dude. You're a fucking idiot. Um, because he took his limited skills and instead of wanting to actually grow them wanted just to be like, I want to be a fucking chef. Yeah. And no prior experience, really. No fucking, like, didn't go eat anywhere, didn't fucking learn anything, like, didn't have any cookbooks, didn't fucking do anything. And I am by no means, like, the fucking chef of chefs. I'm a fucking cook. I'm self-taught. I'm, like, I don't even have that much experience myself. Like, uh... Everything, most everything I know is just from working in kitchens and reading about food and eating food and all that stuff. But this dude didn't want to do any of that shit. And was just like, oh, I want to be a fucking chef. And anything he did, he would like cook on, in his house and make these terrible fucking looking things and be like, hashtag chef life and all this stuff. And anything I tried to teach him was just like fucking just water off a fucking duck's back you know what I mean like it just was like whatever like I don't need to learn like, like why, I, why am I not a saucier I'm like you don't even know what the fuck that is dude like you don't know fucking what even a mother sauce is you know like you don't even know like you know it's so like you know the roundabout thing was saying like you know even in cooking in general like it's like anything else like if you don't know the basics you're gonna go anywhere you know what I mean? Like, if you can't fucking Julienne and fucking Dice and Brunoise and fucking... Which, I mean, it's technically the same thing, but... Like, if you don't know the basics, you can't fucking make anything new. Yeah. Like, you can't just, like, womp. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just fucking leapfrog and, like, oh, I have a knife? Well, now I'm a chef. You know, like, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Like, you gotta fucking put in work. Like, you gotta learn some shit, like... Even if you just want to cook one fucking thing, like, you got to know where that fucking thing came from. You got to know where, before you can start to, like, deconstruct it or create a new dish from it that, like, makes people think, like, oh, fuck, this tastes like this, but it's so different. Like, it's, you know, and I told him, I was like, it's like fucking painting, dude. Like, you, you know, you want to paint a picture, but you got fucking two colors. Yeah. And one brush. It ain't going to look too great. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Like, you gotta build the fucking color palette and build your fucking tools and build your fucking skills mm-hmm. to create a masterpiece. Like, you're not gonna be like, oh, I found these two crayons in the alley. I'm gonna be Rembrandt. You know, and you're like, <laughs> I mean, Basquiat maybe, but like, not Rembrandt. Like, you're definitely not gonna be fucking painting any masterpieces. You know, like, that's just not how it is. And like, if you don't know how to fucking make bechamel or make fucking fucking red sauce or make fucking anything like you how do you expect to fucking cook something else like and just jump into the fucking boat and be like "Uh, like (laughs) I've had my fair share of people like that too working with them like I'm saying like you by no means like a chef like a chef of all chefs or anything I'm I'm still learning been 10 years in the industry still constantly learning and I feel like if if you're not constantly learning, if you block that off, then, like you said, you're never going to improve. If you just... I think that's a problem, though, like, especially when I went to culinary school. 
there are so many fucking young punks who thought just because they had a chef's jacket, they were like untouchable. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like that, I, I fucking, I, I hate chef's clothes because they're uncomfortable. Yeah. But in in me coming up and like be in kitchens and stuff like that, that was that was the one thing like you fucking earned it. Mm-hmm. Like nowadays, it's very commonplace to go into a kitchen and then like yeah. that's just a uniform. Mm-hmm. Like they just here's your chef coat. Like you wear the fucking thing. Yeah. Which even I mean that's it's commonplace because I mean that's kind of how it was. I mean even like like old school brigades yeah. and shit like that. That was the you was your uniform. Mm-hmm. You fucking wore chef mm-hmm. you know the chef whites and all that stuff. But I think, you know, there was, there's something to, like, the fucking shit work that nobody wants to do that anymore. That, like, they don't understand that, like, the fucking grind Mm -hmm. of peeling fucking 50 pounds of potatoes or fucking cutting 50 pounds of onions or fucking that that's not... (laughs) Like, do oh, no, oh, why am I not fucking sauteing? Like, why am I not fucking spoon fucking basting steaks with rosemary and fucking on the thing? Because you ain't fucking earned it, dude. You know what I mean? Like, if this... That's why. And, and, and it's a... And, yeah, you're gonna fuck... Because you fucking don't know what you're doing. You're gonna fucking burn that shit. But, uh... It's... It's... It's this whole thing of, like, that... that it, and this is another edge of that sword of like the food channel and cooking network and on those things and like YouTube fucking tutorials and all this shit is is that quick easy fucking learning. You know what I mean? There's like there's just some things you can't fucking you can't learn it. You know what I mean? Like you have to fucking put your fucking time in and get in there and fucking work your way up. You know, like however you do it. Um because you you just can't like some people can learn how to cook but will never be good cooks Mm. because they don't understand it and it's just not like part i do believe that that part of cooking is like an innate ability that it's it is a skill you're somewhat born with like lowing flavors being able to taste stuff and shit like that you can learn that stuff you can learn those things but it does not make you able to cook well you know, that, like, and I think those people become, like, food critics because, like, they love food and they can fucking take it apart and they can, they know what's in it and they can taste the flavors and they can appreciate the food, but they're just like, I'm just not a good cook. Yeah. Like, and for those people that just, like, oh, I'm going to learn, like, for the home cook, yeah, that's all good. Like, you yeah. want to learn how to cook something, dude, fuck, dude, you pick up a cookbook, fucking go on YouTube, learn how to cook something. But, like, for somebody that's, like, seriously, like, I want to be a chef and that's their ultimate goal, then you need to fucking start at the bottom. Yeah. Because as a chef, you need to know what top to bottom what your fucking kitchen is doing. You cannot just go to fucking... I ain't going to school, that's part of it, you know what I mean? But even if you go to school, like, you need to fucking, like... Like, Anthony Bourdain has a fucking great... He did a a great, like... I don't know if he was talking to students or talking to somebody. Oh, yeah, where he's like, this is not the life for you if you don't like... Yeah, like, he's saying, like, basically it was like, if you want to go to fucking culinary school, if you want to fucking be a cook, like, just get a fucking job in a kitchen. Just go to the fucking Olive Garden. Mm -hmm. Go to fucking whatever. Go to some shit fucking restaurant. Just get your foot in the door. Work there for, like, six months to a year. And then fucking decide if you want to be in this business. Because even those shitty places, like, you're going to find out what it's like to be on the line. What it's like to be in the fucking rush. What it's like. Because that's the shit that you're like, nobody fucking talks about. You know what I mean? Like, they just see fucking Bobby Flay 
or you know fucking Guy Fieri Doing on the fucking shit and it's like oh they're on TV oh cool I want to be on TV I want to be a cook and you're like yeah but even those dudes who like don't garner that much respect nowadays I mean especially Guy Fieri but um, they did spend some time in the kitchen you know what I mean they fucking worked their way they stodged and they fucking went to culinary school and they did all that shit they didn't just like Oh boy, I gotta cook now. Ta-da! Open a restaurant. Like it didn't fucking happen like that. Like that's just not how it fucking went, you know. Like, but uh, you know, and the culture is like leaning more towards that fucking quick fix thing. And I think that there's just there's just some things that they can't be like that. They need to be antiquated. They need to be like you gotta earn your fucking stripes. Yep. You know, like fucking like tattooing. Like I think that's another one that like the box. Fuck dude. Yeah, like I mean I I, I am heavily tattooed. I have a lot of fucking tattoo artist friends. Um I've been getting tattooed for years. It's another like one of my passions. I like getting fucking tattooed. Um but it's like the same thing. Like we're like they're like cooks and tattoo artists and like fucking even like musicians to like a certain extent like all those like artsy fucking things like maybe not all the arts but like a lot of those things like you need to fucking put your time in and like i know the tattoo shit they had a lot of there was a lot of fucking guff the dude who started like the tattoo school Mm. and was just like getting dudes in there and like we'll teach you how to tattoo and fucking bang it out and then he could open a shop and it was like whoa dude like you're not fucking like (laughs) culinary schools don't necessarily promote that yeah. way of thinking but that's how a lot of people that yes go to them think yeah I totally I totally agree with that I don't think that it's the culinary schools that are like hey come be a sh- you want to be yeah. you know like the fucking UTI fucking <laughs> you want to be a mechanic fuck we'll fucking oh boy get on down here we'll fucking we'll churn it out you know like because while that is a skill, that's like uh, that's a trade skill, yeah. and I think a lot of people, like you said, like I don't think culinary schools tout that at all. They're like, oh, come on, fuck, come to school, you be a chef. Because yeah. I think even if you go to school, you still need to fucking chop, bust your chops in a fucking kitchen, like. Because when I was coming up, they didn't even fucking hire culinary students. Really? Like a lot of the places I would apply for, and when I was working at, it was like we want experience. We want somebody that's fucking worked in the kitchen. kitchen. Because going to school is going to school. You know what I mean? Like, even I'm sure there was, like, accountants and fucking whatever that are like, well, I went to accountant school. And they're like, yeah, but have you ever worked as an accountant? You know? And they're like, sorry. You know, like, we want at least a year experience of you fucking working in the kitchen. Because it's a different fucking animal. You're not... While you're learning to cook and learning recipes and learning the basics and learning knife skills and all this shit, you're not learning what it's like to be fucking shit yeah. deep in tickets and yeah. fucking getting fucked on the line. No, dude, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's like a different fucking animal. It's a different fucking thing, uh-huh. you know? Like, and I mean, I'm sure, like, accounting, like, I'm sure it's a fucking thing. Like, yeah, sure, you went to accounting school. You ever been through tax season, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's uh-huh. different. <laughs> like, that's a different fucking thing. So, yeah, I don't think that those schools promote that but that's that's what that tattoo school was doing was that like tattooing has the history of like you want to be a fucking tattoo artist you're gonna find somebody and prove to them that you're worth their time to fucking mentor you Mm -hmm. and then you become their apprentice and then you're literally doing shit nothing fucking work 
for probably, I would say, at least a year before they're even letting you fucking, like, stencil shit. Yeah. And, like, then, even then, even then, you're like, yeah, you're setting it up, you're learning the fucking basics, you're watching what they're doing, you're fucking soaking everything in, you're fucking sweeping, mopping, cleaning, taking out the trash, being a fucking bitch, like, doing all the fucking grunt work, and then they're like, okay. Like, that's the proving point of that I think that you're showing them I'm willing to do whatever it takes to fucking learn. You know what I mean? Like, it might not have anything. You know, it's like that whole fucking wax on, wax off yeah. shit. It's like, well, if you don't want to wax this fucking car, then I don't want to teach you how to fucking do karate. You know what I mean? Like, you can fucking wax that fucking car, wax that fucking thing. And, like, you're cleaning the station and setting up the station. You're learning what you're going to be fucking doing every day. When you get a new fucking client, you got to sterilize the station. You got to fucking wrap the station. You got to put out the ink. You got to put out the fucking little caps to pour the ink. You got to get everything fucking situated. All that shit work is all the stuff that comes along with being a fucking artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then now that I prove that you can see all the shit and all the bullshit that we do, and you still want to be here, now I'm going to fucking teach you. And it's the same way they kid you. Okay, you want to fucking be a cook? Peel all these fucking potatoes. And then clean this fucking room. Spotless. <laughs> and then after that, peel all these fucking potatoes. You know what I mean? Like, if you can fucking do this, and then while you're doing that, you're learning knife skills. You're learning fucking different cuts of meat and you're learning fucking different shit like that you're learning all that stuff when you and if you get into that and you're like this is fucking grunt work this is fucking bullshit i want to be on the line cooking well you're not you're, ready you're not ready you don't want to do it because if you can't do this and show me that you're like i'm gonna do this because i know what's at the end of this fucking tunnel i know that this is getting me to the end then you're not fucking worth teaching you know what I mean? And even in the kitchen we're at, it's it's a great learning kitchen. We're not yeah. doing, like, we're not fucking breaking the molds. We're not fucking shooting into the future with our culinary prowess. Like, it's it's a good kitchen. We do, we're proud of what we do. And we do it to the best of our ability, the best of our kitchen fucking ability, yeah. our kitchen constraints and all that shit. And if you can come in there and just learn the basics and do it, mm-hmm. then we're totally willing to teach you. You know what I mean? But if you come in there like, Ooh, I'm not doing this. Yeah, yeah, fuck, you fuck yeah, you do. You know what I mean? Because I, I started off in the dish pit. You know, Same. Yeah. I started in the dish pit because the kitchen I started in didn't have any openings for prep. And I was like, well, I'll take whatever you have. It's like, dish pit, bus boy. Or like, who are the people that, yeah, bus it. Yeah, yeah. The one that clears off the tables and stuff like that. I started there, and then whenever I had a down moment, just watch what they were doing and I'd ask questions if they weren't like in the weeds or anything like that yep you were proving that you wanted to do it yeah and just from that I got put up to prep and after prep they put me on the line shortly after and yeah it's just been me slowly climbing that that ladder it's just like you know and I you know you could blame I like to blame society for a lot of things because I just hate people, mostly in general. But, uh, you know, this whole, like, the fucking, you know, I'm not saying you gotta beat your kids, but, like, uh, the culture's changed (laughs) dramatically. And even in the kitchen, where, I mean, like, when I was coming up, I mean, you got fucking yelled at. Like, nobody gave a fuck about your feelings. And you fucking, you know, oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, and, and nowadays, it's like, 
god, you're fucking violated my rights. Yeah. What it was like, that was just how it was. Like, you just, you were getting fucking trained. You know, like, that's just the fucking, that was like the nature of the beast. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it was, it was par for the course. And like, the chef would fucking ream you out and be up your ass. And then 20 minutes later, you're out fucking in the back, mm -hmm. fucking taking a break. It's like, hey, what's up, man? What do you do this weekend? Like, it was... It was just in the kitchen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, there's not time to be like, hey, buddy, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, sorry, but that's not right. You're actually doing that wrong. Yeah. So I'm going to need you to start over, and then maybe we'll get it right next time, okay? But chin up, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but that's the fucking culture we're living yeah. in now, too. It's just like, oh, we all get a trophy. And it's like, yeah. but they didn't do good. You know what I mean? They tried. But they were here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's not really how the <laughs> world works. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and for the better, for the most part, like, you barely find any kitchens that are run like that anymore. But it's still, like, you can still have the tough fucking attitude of, like, you can't be like, fucking asshole, motherfucker. Whether they're like, I quit and I'm going to sue you. <laughs> You're like, uh, whoops. But, uh, <laughs> but still, it's like, you got to, you know. You don't get points for participation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you show up and you don't do work, then you don't earn anything and you get fired. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is like, sorry. Like, you can't be like, but I showed up. <laughs> yeah, but you sat in the corner and did nothing and I needed you to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I was here so I could pay you, right? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> you get fired. <laughs> So I think that that, you know, and I try to like, you know, I, I'm not saying I beat my kids. I'm a little hard on them. I should be a little less hard on them. <laughs> but uh, I try to instill that, like, when we talk most of the time, that, like, you know, that you have to earn something. And we yeah. started a chore chart and we're trying to be good with that and things like that. But like, that you just don't get something for being alive. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you get your basic human needs met you know food clothes shelter fucking shit like that but like you you now have to participate you know like and that's what i think a lot of people don't do anymore and haven't done for a while now is that uh, you just baby it it's just like fucking they're just sheltered their whole life and then they get into a fucking kitchen or they get into any job and it's like Oh, but oh, I'm not, what? I'm not a special person? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I'm not a sparkling snowflake. <laughs> no, but you are. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just not here. Yeah. Not you're, you you're, you mama thinks you are, and I'm sure you're a fucking fine gentleman, but uh, here you're a piece of shit, and I need you to get to work and fucking wash those dishes, okay? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think it's just parents nowadays like, they want to be like their kids friends you know and not their parents it's like they need that fucking that structure you know yeah that adult figure to show them basically that yeah you have to earn everything that you later on in life you're gonna have to earn what you want yeah for sure and by doing chores and stuff like that it, yeah, I never got an allowance, so I can't say getting an allowance is like great. So I just did chores because if I didn't, my mom would beat me. Yeah. <laughs> now 
Oh, gee, uh, Mr. Effervescence, just tell me how that really makes you feel. Because we've gotten into the the childhood trauma part of it. <laughs> because I heard the voice crack when you said your mom beat you, oh. so I don't know. He is like a hard <laughs> maybe more disciplined. Mm-hmm. She, no, continue. She, she was a single mother. Four, four kids. Damn. Yeah. I was I was a wild child. I was you know the forgotten third child, the middle child. <laughs> and like that. So I was just rotting them up. <laughs> I have um, a different experience. <laughs> well, I've calmed down a lot. Like I, I during high, like after high school, I realized like oh my actions can get me in real trouble. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, I spent, I'm responsible I spent, I spent for my cops. Yeah, I spent two Ugh. days in a jail cell, and I was like. I was joking about the yeah. tra- oh. child trauma thing. I don't know if I can. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was basically a fucking uh, latchkey kid, so I don't fucking. All, all my childhood, Tommy was uh, how to manipulate and uh, mm. get away with shit and uh, just really hone those skills yeah. of uh, sociopathic, uh, you know, abilities. But, uh, you know. <laughs> I've calmed down a little bit. <laughs> I, was, I got beat once. Oh. I got a fucking belt once, and it was like, uh, and cool, man. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> that didn't really do anything for me. A <laughs> little, little harder next time. Uh, do you mind if I choke myself while you do that? <laughs> uh, one, one of the proudest moments of my life, I still remember, it was when my mom went to slap me. I had um, I set off a state bomb at school. Basically evacuated the hallway that had like maybe seven or eight classrooms connected to it because people were getting sick and throwing up. So I remember going home having to tell my mom because she was a nurse at yeah. the school. So eventually she was gonna find out. So I figured, oh, it'll be better if I tell her before anyone else tells her. She she hit me and she went, and her hand with her, and I was like, I just remember, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh! Prison sound. That's fucking prison rules. Yeah. Yeah. I only got, I mean, I got hit once with a belt and it was like fucking, I don't know why. I don't even remember. I, just, I remember getting hit with a belt, but it was like, pfft. okay. And then uh, I got slapped once, by my, both from my father. Uh, the slap was, I thought, they left and, uh, I said so. I forget what I said. I don't know if I said fuck or said shit or something, but I, I fuck, I cussed. Yeah. And um, they were. He was still with an earshot. Came back. It was like, bat. Don't you, don't you fucking talk like that. And I was like, God damn. I'm like 16 years old. Like, I can't. I'm like, what's okay? Like, but uh, again, I was just like, cool. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm 
didn't really fucking do anything to me. But I was never like there was never like corporal punishment in my house. Um, I did get an allowance. I was also a product of a single mom. Uh, yeah, my parents divorced when I was like eight. Mm. And uh, but I mean, I just it was whatever. Like I just fucking hey, can I get my allowance? In now and then I swear I'll do the work later <laughs> and uh, yeah so but uh, fuck yeah that was a super tangent <laughs> that was maybe we're getting you're right we're getting too no. <laughs> bro don't bring up a child <laughs> Childhood, <laughs> fuck. But childhood. All these memories. My <laughs> <laughs> uh, childhood is where I discovered my passion for country. Yeah. Because even though my mom, you know, single single mother of four, she always found time to cook for us, and I was always in the kitchen watching her. Yeah. And like mimicking her and stuff like that, and just from then. And on just constantly wanting to learn more, how to cook more. And yeah, I think that's really where, where it started. Seeing how my mom really, um, <laughs> everything all right there, Colin? Yeah, <laughs> you're showing up way better. <laughs> So sorry about the first hour and forty minutes of this podcast. That long of this podcast, Shit. if, it, if uh, Mr. Effervescent is not so loud, <laughs> we've had some technical mic difficulties where uh, may have not pushed the right button. Uh, but yeah, so well, we got another hour and forty minutes where he's gonna be fucking crystal fucking clear. So fucking strap in, motherfuckers, because it's on now. <laughs> No, you were showing up good. It just like it was low, oh. and then, uh, so I moved it closer to you. Well, you were getting still picked up, but uh, oh, okay, probably not as clear. We'll though. check that on the. We'll check that in the editing bay. Yeah. <laughs> See what we can do. But this, if it's not that loud, then fuck. This is gonna be a sad podcast. Yeah. Because uh, it's gonna mostly be my mumbling <laughs> fucking low voice. And we covered some uh, and a lot too, of giggles. <laughs> We covered some ground. Fuck, yeah. No, I mean, you were, like I said, you were still showing up on the thing. You can still hear you, but I think it might be like, uh, you might sound farther away than you actually are. Okay. But, uh, just listen real close, real close in this dark room. Light those fucking candles mm. and pour yourself a glass of fucking malt liquor. Get in the bubble bath and let the soothing sound take you away. And listen <laughs> real hard for Dizzy because he might not be as loud. <laughs> Hey, crank that fucking shit up in your hi-fi, man, because, uh, yeah. like, people are going to listen to this on real fucking radio, but, uh, <laughs> crank up your Spotify. <laughs> yeah. That's where my passion for food started. Watching my mom. Yeah. She was always happy to do it, you know? Even though when she came home tired as all hell, she was always happy to cook. Fuck. Salt in the air shit right there, man. Mm. You gotta give it up to the single ladies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even the not single ladies. My wife does fuck, dude. <laughs> She's a fucking trooper. <laughs> uh, I fucking 
man, she deserves everything. And, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, uh, fuck. Just the, that cooking with your kids yeah. helps. Like, I try to try to do it. I'm not as, I'm not as good as it, as it should be with that. But, uh. Even with your schedule, it's probably yeah. But even 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 without it, like I still there's time. Um, you know what I mean? And I don't take advantage of it, which I should take more advantage of it because they fucking love it. And you can see like just that interaction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even if they're watching me, <coughs> like even if they're just hanging out while yeah. I cook, and I'm not fucking teaching them something, like they just love me in the kitchen, yeah. hanging out, with fucking you know. I mean, you know, kids, dude, fucking spend as much time as you can with them. It it does go by super fucking fast. And, uh, fuck, man. Like, fuck, dude. It's okay, man. Let it out. Fuck. Let it out. I'm a shit person. <laughs> I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking microphone. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's fucked for me, too, dude. It was like fuck cooking when I was a kid. Like, it was, you know, my dad cooked and he was. He was alright. I mean, it wasn't his, like, passion. He likes yeah. cooking, and uh, he did it professionally for a while, and uh, I saw him in the kitchen, and did, I don't think that, 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 seeing him in the kitchen didn't make a big impression on me, but just, like, him cooking, mm. like, did, and my mom liked to fucking do the sweet side. She liked baking and shit, and uh, that, because um, she was not a great cook, mm. as far as savory goes, and my wife likes to... My life, my wife likes to talk about that because it's funny. Uh, like the dishes when you were a kid, and like we, we like we would watch cooking shows or like Top Chef and shit like that, and they're like, make a dish from your childhood, and it's always something like, oh my grandma used to slow cook this fucking shit, and it was so good, and my mom did this, and my mom was such an inspiration, and my mom was like, fucking hot dogs and potatoes covered in cheese, <laughs> you know, fucking tuna casserole, <laughs> you know, and like you know, she fucking worked, and you know, and it was a lot of box stuff, and. But she did bake things, you know, like mm-hmm. she fucking bomb ass pecan pie, shit like that. Like she liked baking, like baked goods, uh, but not so much a fucking yeah. cook, like as far as, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, but I, that probably your passion for baking probably stems from that, for sure. And also, baking is like a like a soothing, uh-huh. like it's very. You know, going like being a cook, it's it's like you can fucking throw together anything. And yeah. You're kind of doing it like, yeah, you have a recipe, maybe you don't. You fucking put it together, mm-hmm. I'm tasting, it's good. Yeah, fucking boop. But like baking, it's gotta be. You don't know until it's done. Yeah. So you gotta make it as fucking good as you can, and precise as you can, yeah. because then it's whew, it's in the oven and you're fucking fucked. If yeah. it's bad, it's bad. If it's not, it's not. You know, like and there's not as much. Uh, fucking on the fly thinking yeah. it's very like it's very, you have to be super yeah. focused and like have your shit measured and have your stuff because once it's in there it's in there yeah. and if you fucked up then you'll know it's gonna come out lopsided and it's gonna come out <laughs> fucking you know fucked up in some way it's gonna taste like shit or it's gonna look like shit but but that's you know that's baking that's yeah. why it's fun you know that's why it's cool it's like it's the, the process of like kneading dough and like doing all that shit and like the little that like like you know knowing, making a fucking yeah. thing of bread taking fucking like a day and a half knowing, you know like knowing yeah. when to stop kneading yeah like knowing too. yeah like definitely <laughs> like 
And that's definitely one of those things like you gotta fucking, you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta just, just do, just it. do it. it. You gotta do it. Absolutely. You know, and like, you know, even, you know, like cooking steak and fucking shit like that. You could use a thermometer, you could use all that shit, but like, touch is still gonna be like the best. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, because, you know, shit's different shapes and shit's different fucking textures yep. and shit's gonna fire burns different you know yep. like natural gas and propane or fucking wood or like you know like it's all a different fucking animal but that meat is always gonna feel the same when it's done or when it's to the temperature yeah. of your liking or whatever but <clears throat> don't fucking order shit well done god damn it just, just leave the cow's dead already medium yeah. rare medium rare if it's a really good cut, I like it blue. Oh, yeah. I love me some raw meat. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Primal as fuck. Mm. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> I'd kill that animal with my teeth. <laughs> mm. Yeah, medium rare. Yeah, I'm a mid rare. That's a good Well done, you just... It's like desecrating the corpse. Yeah, well done is for chicken. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's the only way. It's the only way. Unless you're in Japan and you get that black fucking chicken oh, and yeah. you get that sashimi. But uh, I still like, you know, thinking about that, it's just like my friend was just in Japan and he got some and all that stuff. And for me, it's like the texture of raw chicken. Yeah. It's different than like beef yeah. or like fucking venison or anything, you know, any of those like strong structure, yeah. like meat structures. It's like. There's that like gelatinous quality to it that's just like Absolutely. a little yeah. off-putting, you know. That's like I, I'm big on textures, is why I don't like peas. Mm. I'm not a big pea person because I don't. I just like the fucking like, the mushiness. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't like the capsulation of like ah uh, the peas yeah. fucking skin and then the mush. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. Uh, but yeah, just like thinking about eating raw, like have, handling so much raw chicken, you're just like. I don't know. I, yeah. uh, I'd rather have it cooked. Like, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'll go to Japan and fucking eat fucking raw chicken and be like, oh shit, my life has fucking changed. <laughs> I love jello. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're coming up on the one hour and 52 minute mark <laughs> of this one. So, uh, kudos to you if you fucking made it through. Yeah. What a fucking trooper you are. <laughs> um, you get no prize. You get only the knowledge that uh, you have nothing better to do just like us. And you wasted one hour and 52 minutes and 51, 52, 53 seconds of your life huh. now. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you eat better because of it. Hope you support some cool fucking restaurants. And uh, we'll fucking see you next week. You got some sign-off shit there, Mr. Effervescent? Uh, I'm not good when I'm put on the spot like that, man. (laughs) The end. (laughs)